Welcome back to the Black Roses podcast. And today I'm here with Empty Chest. What's up? How you doing? I'm good? pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just jumping straight into it. Over the last couple of months, you've grown quite a bit, honestly. From when you dropped Accepting My yeah. Feelings and Moving On is basically when I saw the big uprise in pretty much everything. What was it like when it yeah. came to releasing that song? Um, You're right, by the way. I Most of my growth came from just like this year i mean i before i wasn't i wasn't really doing anything before now but um i i was just in a like <clears throat> bad place pretty much because when i was the what fuck when i was making the song i it was about mm, the relationship i was in so i i didn't have any intention on it blowing up at all i didn't at all i just i just really gave it my all and that was the first song that i really tried to expand what I'm capable of on, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I don't even know where all these people came from. I would just, I just released it and it happened, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you continued to grow from then on with releasing Dead One and that's on 2.3k. Figure It Out, 1.5k. My Heart Is Everywhere, 1.3k. And this is all just within the last two months, so... It's just kind of crazy that you've yeah. kind of the comfort you've had and just seeing the uprising definitely probably feels really good. Yeah, it feels insane, honestly, because when I even when I started making music, I didn't even have a goal, really. Mm-hmm. I was just making it because I was sad. You know? Yeah. So now I just got like 3000 monthly listeners no weekly. And it's just like, whoa, like what? Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. And- it's fucking nuts. And you've gone recently to expanding that to all platforms throughout that process. Did it kind of eventually hit like, oh, wow, I could be onto something here. Moving to all platforms is definitely going to boost pretty much everything I've worked hard. Yeah, honestly, it did. It. I think I realized that I really need to branch out when it comes to what I'm accessible on when it came to getting my first 1,000. I was like, damn, people are really listening to this shit. So I mean, like, I can't just be on SoundCloud because a lot of people just don't really listen to SoundCloud that much, you know? Exactly. So I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll take that step and just see where it goes. For sure. And when it comes to genres of music, what would you say your favorite genre of music to make would be? Um, shit. I don't know because the process of me making music is like what I don't know. I just find beats on YouTube, right? And then I just let my mind out, you know, I, it, it does. I don't know. I don't usually have an idea of what I'm going to make. I just make whatever comes to me. But I, I usually realize what I'm making after the fact that I made it. It's kind of funny, mm-hmm. but yeah. I usually tend to gravitate towards I would call it Midwest emo shit a lot recently, mm-hmm. and I have also dabbled in hyper pop shit. It's that's fun. I've made, I've tried rock, I've tried like indie and all shit. I've anything really. I mean, yeah. anything that I can really just let my emotions out on is perfect for me. I just I'm very emotional, so it helps. Yeah, 
And for sure, and like you said, you're just trying new things. You're you're kind of catching on after the fact. Like literally, like an hour ago, you dropped Eviscerated, which is I'd say probably like pop punky alternative rock, yeah. and yeah, just scoping throughout your page, it's not something that you make on the daily or anything like that. Yeah, no, dude. This is like Eviscerated is definitely something new that I've tried it. I, it took me a while to even really finish it because I started it like two weeks ago and the vocal performance and shit, it was, that was fine for me. It's just mixing it and just putting it all together and arranging it was really a challenge. I really wanted to because I thought it would be such a cool thing. And my friend showed me uh, Beach Bunny recently and that really inspired me because she's like an indie kind of artist, makes kind of, you know, rock-ish kind of things. So I was like, I'm gonna try this. And yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm just really expanding. I'm trying to I don't know. I'm just trying to branch out because I, I definitely I definitely don't want to be an artist that just does emo shit, you know, so for sure. Yeah. You don't want to be kind of known as the person that makes the same thing over and over. And yeah. it gets to the point where it just sometimes gets boring and people just move on from listening to. But when it comes to your music, it seems like you kind of just do whatever, whatever yeah. you're happy with go for honestly yeah. like it seems you don't have like a specifically set release dates or anything like that yeah yeah you're right i mean honestly it's been like this for my entire career you know career is funny to say because i'm just you know a soundcloud artist but it's it's i've never really scheduled anything i've never planned out anything i've just made whatever i make and just released it whenever i'm finished with it you know and i'm totally comfortable with that mm-hmm. for sure and if you were to be able to have a feature with any artist dead or alive, who would it be? Man, it would. There's tons of people, honestly. But I, I've thought for there's two people primarily that I think would be the coolest, you know, to fit my style too, would be Weavings or Sewer Person. Definitely, no fucking doubt. For sure, that would be sick. I, I would also say Garden, but. His, I, I, you know, I don't know, cause I, I think Superperson matches my kind of music more a little bit, you know, what I make, and Weepings <clears throat> definitely does. So it would just, you know, Weepings or Superperson Garden, all three of those, that'd be fucking cool. But you know, if I had to pick one, it would be Superperson, cause I've been rocking with that, with that dude since Nine Tails, and he's just amazing. Yeah, there's something about kind of the way he delivers his music and the way it impacts people in general because of the fact that it was one of the first like kind of emo people i listened to that was not kind of shattered by Lil peep you know what i mean yeah 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 Lil peep i i really like Lil peep but i mm-hmm. am very aware that his inspiration has kind of hit a lot of people you know it was a big wave and a lot of new artists are inspired by him which is totally cool but a lot of them kind of I don't know, you can just tell that they're, you know, really trying to be him, and it's kind of sad. And yeah. when I found Ninetales, it was like, this is so fucking new. Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I couldn't pinpoint what inspiration this guy was taking from. It just sounded like someone else, and it was cool. Mm-hmm. And definitely. And on the topic, well, who would you say you, the style you liked more? Ninetales or Super Person? That's so fucking hard, dude. Because mm-hmm. in every way possible, Sewer Person's music is just better now, you know? I mean, mixing and delivery and mm-hmm. consistency, everything's better. I mean, yeah. 
it's really a it's really so such a mood question you know because like it's mood based like Sure. If I'm just down and out, then Ninetales. But if I'm just chilling, then Sewer Person. It's so hard to pick. I mean, mm-hmm. they're so comparable. I yeah. Mean, but if I'd have to pick one, which I listen to more, would be Sewer Person. Because it's just, you know, more chill shit. Yeah. And just kind of early into, like, the 2017 era. Like, when 8pm was released with uh, Set Eyes, uh, Garden, mm-hmm. and Ninetales. Like that song was like the the pinnacle of the Ninetales era and going into 2020 the kind of era of sewer person you couldn't tell me two years later that Ninetales would switch to sewer person and he would probably become bigger honestly yeah I the first time I found Sewer Person, I just stumbled across a random Instagram account, and mm-hmm. then the name was just Sewer Person. I was like, "That's an interesting name." And I just—it was back when he had like all white on his Instagram, just post, and it was like snippets of shit. And yeah. I was like, "This sounds familiar." But if you were to tell me that was Nine Tails, I would not believe you because this shit mm-hmm. sounds so different. For sure, yeah. And just going on to the next question: How long? would you say you've been making music in general in general i've been producing i really started producing honestly i never even thought that i would be laying vocals on beats but i i've been producing for fun purely for fun for about eight years and um yeah but i would say around december 2020 i kind of dropped producing entirely because i was just Back then, I was really in a bad place just in every way, you know, because of just tons of things that were happening in my life at the time. Yeah. But I was listening to Ninetales and Garden and pretty much just tons of other artists in that kind of vein at the time because I was just, I was sad, man, you know? So, and they were giving me tons of inspiration. And I was like, I really want to do something cool, you know? So I thought, why not try to make music? And I... I didn't have any other way to release my emotions or thoughts anyway, so why the fuck not? And I just made my first song on my old ass laptop with no effects except reverb, and then I just, that was the start of it, I guess. And then I made a few other ones, and I just stuck with it, I guess. So I'd say about a little more than a year now, seriously, but a long ass time before then. Mm-hmm, for sure. And when it comes to organization, would you say that you're pretty organized, whether it's kind of finding time to record or keeping your folders intact and stuff like that um to be honest i would say i'm really like i don't i would say i'm very okay i don't know i would say that my organization matches my mentality most of the time and it's kind of stupid to say but i'm it's so scattered sometimes but then sometimes Mm -hmm. else it's like really organized it's got like dates like 2020 january but then sometimes I just don't know where the fuck I put one file and I'm like looking for it for like two hours. So it's, mm-hmm. it's hella random. But when it comes to recording, I I usually, I wouldn't say I plan a time to record, but it's kind of, kind of whenever I want to. But technically, I guess I do because I always record at nighttime and I always like think of ideas in the day. So yeah, sort of when it comes to that, I guess I do have a little bit of a mm-hmm. routine. Definitely. But otherwise, I just, I'm everywhere. And what would you say your ultimate goal in music would be? It's without a doubt, definitely having a like family sort of fan base. And this definitely came from like 
seeing what Garden had back then in December, you know, and still does now. Like his fan base is just so like, tight, like close knitted and shit. It's like it's it's like a family, you know. It's not like fans. It's like it's like a whole family. That that's what I want. I want to be able to make shit that people can like find home in, but at the same time, that can I can be like a friend to them. You know what I mean? I can be whatever they need. And that sure. would be that would be fucking sick. That would and- be cool. That'd be so cool. It's a great thing you mentioned that because there's something about this scene that I love about the fact that you could be listening to an artist that you've you love and you could also be super close friends with them at the same time. And yeah, you really can't do that in any other like scene because if they're too big or whatever, they have like thousands of people DMing them every day and it's really hard to kind of get the time to know and talk to them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. A lot of scenes are, I wouldn't say closed off, but when, after they get to a certain point, it's just, you, it's kind of a lost cause, you know? You can't yeah, really respond to them. It's hard to keep up with. You don't mess with them. And For sure. With this kind of scene, and some smaller hyperpop artists too, but mostly this scene, it's just like, if you really want to mess with someone or if you like want to collab with someone, chances are if you message them, including me, you can probably just get a hold of them and it'll be pretty easy because they're mm-hmm. just they're very connected with yeah. the music you know it's very like down to the bone it's very relatable it's very real i mean we're just real people you know everyone's real people but mm-hmm. this scene really you know punctuates the real and that shit mm-hmm. and the ones that aren't real kind of people know about and people keep a safe distance from because you never want to work with somebody that has a bad rep if you know what I mean, you know? Yeah, yeah. For sure. And when it comes to your favorite genres, what would you say your favorite genre of music to listen to would be? It would definitely be... Um, I would say it'd definitely be just anything in the emotional kind of vein. You know, like... I, I wouldn't know what artists to categorize or like what genre to put these artists to, but artists like 50 Landing, like um, Eden, Garden, Nintel, Sad Eyes, anyone like that, just Weavings. Um, I love also lo-fi shit, just producers, they'd be going crazy, making beautiful yeah. shit, like Hateful and like, you know, all, all those other people, like, um, but I also like really, really heavy, heavy shit. Like I'd be just catching myself listening to like Japanese death metal. Like I love mm-hmm. anything. And then I grew up on EDM. So I love like drum and bass and future bass and all that shit. I mean, but I've listened to everything, but if I had to pick one thing to listen to for the rest of my life, it would definitely be, you know, that emotional kind of vein of music. I, I, yeah. I think emo is very broad as a term, but you know, I don't know. There's so much of it. It's hard to kind of call it one specific genre because they dip into so many different genres, especially in the scene yeah. that we are a part of. Like a lot of it's alternative, some of it's hyper pop, pop punk. It doesn't yeah. matter because these specific artists are constantly changing their craft and making whatever they want, honestly. They're not, like I said in the beginning, they're not just making the same thing over and over because eventually people are going to be like, ah, kind of bored of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. A lot of, a lot of artists blend, like bleed into different genres without really trying. 
mm-hmm. and that's that kind of comes from just making music you know you kind of learn your style eventually and learn your sound but a lot of artists a lot of artists actually just don't really know how to or don't want to branch out and they kind of just decay and it's sad but you know yeah, a lot of sure. a lot of the music in this scene just blends together and you could call almost anything any genre you know because it's like a lot of artists just pick and choose like attributes from different genres it's like it's a mix of shit you know i say i would i would do that too i'm, I'm like a mix of things it's hard sure. to pinpoint a lot of people and in the near future do you see yourself releasing a full album like a 12 out a 12 song album like a full-on project or are you gonna stick to just kind of uh, your normal releases I honestly do because I've been planning to make an album that's around 14 songs. So, mm-hmm. um, and I do have a few songs that are done on it. It's just, I, I definitely do, like, I do, it's guaranteed that I'm going to make a and post a, you know, a pretty big album that will have a lot of different songs in it. And it'll mean a lot to me. And it'll be my first big body of, you know, work independently because I've made an album with my friend before. But, you mm-hmm. know, this will be my first big thing. Um, it's just, I do have I'm do I am hesitant about it because just like um this you know distributing album albums are a little harder than singles so for sure but I will definitely do it I'll definitely do it just yeah. for the love of it you know and like you mentioned you've released EPs and stuff like that you released Star Girl video yeah stargazing and just it takes a lot of dedication and time but also what you mentioned is it's hard to kind of get it out there because it's harder to distribute albums because if you have a specific song on an album with like a big feature or whatever chances are a lot of the attention is going to be on that specific song instead of just every song yeah so I mean, yeah it's yeah it's really hard I've just I've this fuck <laughs> distributing our um, albums just harder you know because i don't know why but i a lot, i've noticed a lot of the algorithms for just anywhere that you post things it's just not too fond of albums because it's like they lower the chance is what i what i think it is, yeah. is lowering the chance of people seeing it because it's a bigger body of our artwork it just it's you know i don't know but it does take shit tons of time and dedication and it's not easy and i would say the hardest part about it is really just making sure every song is coherent and just really finally polished and shit and just Absolutely. it dedicates tons of time and if you're going to make an album you got to spend like at least a week into it at least at least just yeah. making the songs i mean definitely and i thank you for coming on the show anyone that wants to check out empty chest Anyone that wants to check out Empty Chest, her link will be down below. I highly recommend it. Spotify and SoundCloud. And I thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem, dude. I it's phenomenal that I'm on an interview. So that's it's crazy. I love it. It's cool. I appreciate you uh, wanting me on it.